What are your sales funnel key performance indicators? It's a question every marketer must know. But what is a sales funnel key performance indicator? Put simply, they are the metrics that measure the health of a sales funnel in terms of the business bottom line. They answer the question, how much money do you spend on bringing people into your sales funnel versus how much money you get out of a sales funnel? In this episode, we're going to be looking at two KPI key performance indicators dashboards. The first one we're going to be looking at is very simple, which is going to be an overview of the top level KPIs. And in the second look at it, we're going to be going deeper into actual numbers. Stay tuned for a fun episode. But if numbers aren't your thing, don't worry. It won't be too painful. Welcome to Health Business Mastery, the Creative Thirst Podcast. I'm your host, Bobby Hewitt. Okay, so when I say the money that you spend on bringing people into your sales funnel, what I mean is that includes just your expenses for ad traffic. Yes, there are other expenses to bring people in to a sales funnel, the creation of the funnel, the copy, the overhead of the products, the everything that goes into a business. But looking at the sales funnel KPI dashboard, it it just looks at the expenses for ad traffic. The gross profit you generate from the sales funnel typically includes profit from both the front end and the back end. Front end profits come from direct sales in the funnel itself, including all the upsells and the downsells within that sales funnel. The back end profits come from sales outside of the initial customer acquisition funnel. This includes other promotions and repeat or recurring sales, including uh, your lifetime values of the buyer. The lifetime values of the buyer actually comes from your initial customer acquisition funnel plus the back end, everything they bought after that. So you need a sales funnel. Why do you need a sales funnel to bring in uh, customers? That is the name of the game. Customer acquisition is how you build a supplement business. And if you're not tracking how you're doing, you're basically flying a plane without any gauges. You need a sales funnel dashboard to keep you from crashing your profits into the ground. But what sales funnel KPI should you be tracking? So understanding the basics of sales funnel KPI numbers will get you started quickly. And we're going to go over that here in this first part uh, of this podcast. The key metrics for a simple funnel dashboard include conversion rate, average order value, and return on ad spend. Let's look at each one briefly, and then we'll go into depth in each one a little bit more. So what's your sales funnel conversion rate? So conversion rate is calculated as the total number of sales divided by the total number of visitors multiplied by 100 to get you a percentage. So this is your basic conversion rate calculation. So when someone asks what your conversion rate is for your funnel, they're typically talking about that front end of the funnel. But you have many conversion rates within a funnel. So for example, your front end offer may convert at a 0.85% for cold traffic. And your first upsell may have a conversion rate of a 0.7%. 
Each upsell in the funnel will have its own conversion rate, and it's important to know the conversion rate for each individual step of the funnel. This metric is important because it tells you the trends over time and also sets the pulse of your funnel. When you want to know how well you're selling, this is the one metric to look at. But it is also a vanity metric in that it doesn't really get to the heart of the matter. Looking at just the conversion rate and not looking at the revenue or even profit is a mistake. We'll get into that in part two of this, which is included in this episode. But before that, let's kind of move on, briefly cover the other two metrics. Your average order value. Average order value is calculated by taking the total revenue generated from your entire funnel divided by the total number of orders from the front end of the funnel. This metric is important because it lets you know how well you're monetizing those new customers in your sales funnel. The higher the average order value of the funnel, the more money you're making out of each new buyer. Typically, the ratio breaks down like this. 80% of the funnel revenue will come from the front end, meaning the initial product or offer on the front, and then 20% of the revenue of the funnel will come from all the upsells. Now, let's move on into the third metric. What your, is your sales funnel return on ad spend? Return on ad spend is calculated as the total revenue generated from the entire funnel divided by the total dollar spent on advertising traffic. And again, this one is also expressed as a percentage, which you multiply by 100. So a lot of times you'll see it expressed as a decimal. So like a one uh, a return on ad spend, also known as ROAS. Uh, so a ROAS of one would mean it's a one-to-one ratio. Every dollar you're putting in, you're getting a dollar out. So every dollar of advertising is generating a dollar of revenue. A ratio, a ROAS of like a 1.5 is every $1 you're putting into advertising spend, you're getting $1.50 back uh, in revenue. So return on ad spend is basically the amount of revenue you get for every dollar spent on advertising. This metric measures how well your advertising is working. So the higher your revenue, the more effective the ad uh, source is. So if you spend $1,000 on traffic in one month, and during that same month, your sales funnel generated $300 of revenue, your ROAS would be um, 30% or 0.3. So for every dollar spent on advertising, you're getting $0.30 cents in revenue. So that's why looking at ROAS measures the ad side of the funnel and looking at conversion measures each step of the funnel. So it's important to to look at all of it. So your sales funnel key performance indicators are measurable values that quickly show you how effective your sales funnel is at achieving the business objectives. Without knowing your numbers, you can't scale or even know if you're wasting money or not. Uh, Even if you don't go deeper than these three basic metrics, uh, conversion rate, average order value, and return on ad spend, at least you'll have a guide uh, to help you make some business decisions. 
But I don't want to leave you there. I want to provide uh, more information and go deeper like I promised. So funnel metrics, which is really what we've been talking about, drive every decision in direct response. It's a numbers game, really, when you think about it. The game is won through A-B testing because A-B testing is often the only thing between a million-dollar funnel and a flop. Uh, It's really the difference between the two really comes down to the numbers, and the only way to get the numbers up is to test and test and test. So what are some good metrics? How good of a conversion rate do you need? How good of an average order value? What kind of ROAS? Let's get into that. And you'll be surprised because the numbers on the front end don't need to be all that big to have a multi-million dollar business. But they do have to be dialed in through A-B testing. So a multi-million dollar funnel does not need a 2% or even a 1% front-end conversion rate in order to crush it. Of course, the higher the conversion rate, the better. But let's take a look at some funnel metrics uh, with a lower conversion rate of a 0.8%. So in this example, let's say you're spending $5,000 a month for ad spend, and you're getting 10,000 visitors. And your conversion rate is, like we said, 0.8%. And you're getting, for simple math here, 80 buyers. So you're spending $5,000, you are getting 80 buyers. So here's how the numbers work. You're driving 10,000 visitors to your funnel per month with a conversion rate of 0.8%. That means you're getting 80 new buyers added to your business each month with this funnel. So to understand your funnel metrics will first calculate how much it costs you to get each new funnel buyer. That's the cost per acquisition, or the CPA. So CPA is calculated by dividing your ad spend, the $5,000, what you spent on ads to get those 10,000 visitors, by the total number of people that bought your front-end offer, which are those conversions, or your buyers. So total ad spend, divided by total number of buyers equals CPA. In this case, the $5,000 you spent got you 80 people, so 5,000 divided by 80 equals 62.50. So in other words, you're paying $62.50 for each new buyer. That's your CPA, your cost per acquisition. It's the price you're buying a customer for. That's how you have to think about it. But is $62.50 Good or bad? Well, it depends on the other numbers in your funnel. You can never compare that to what someone else is spending because their funnel metrics are completely different. Other people may be able to afford a higher CPA uh, than you can. And that really is how people can scale and push out the competition. The more they can afford to spend to acquire a customer, the faster they will scale. So let's go further into your funnel metrics and look at return on ad spend a little deeper. So return on ad spend, or some people refer to it as ROAS, is the money you get back on what you spent on ads to bring in traffic to your funnel. So you need to know both the average order value and the cost per acquisition in order to calculate the return on ad spend here. So you already know your CPA is $62.50. Your average order value is the total revenue of the funnel generated, including upsells 
divided by the total number of front-end ad sales. Or, sorry, front-end sales, not ad sales. So in this funnel, your average order value is $80. Now that you have your average order value, you can calculate your return on ad spend. So ROAS, return on ad spend, equals average order value minus CPA divided by CPA. So in this example, the ROAS is 0.28 or 28%. So what that means is that you're getting 28% of your ad spend back each month. So you're going in the hole. And looking at it another way, you're getting a zero interest loan for 28% of your ad budget every month from Google or Facebook or wherever you're running your traffic to fund the growth of your business. So the growth gets buyers into your business in order to convert them a second, third, and fourth sale. That's your back end. So if you could afford to spend more money, you could get more buyers. So the more buyers you can get, the faster your business will grow, even at a 0.8% conversion rate. So the closer you can get to a one-to-one ratio, that is 100% ROAS, which is a dollar in, a dollar out, the more you can afford to spend to bring in buyers. Where most people mess up is not looking at the lifetime value of your customers. This is an important factor uh, to look at in your funnel. It's also a little bit more uh, difficult to look at. But since these are new buyers you'll need to make some assumptions. Let's assume this is a new funnel, new buyers. You don't really know what the lifetime value is. So let's say from basically from some past data or, or um, looking at other customers or looking at the industry, your, your average customer lifetime value is $300. Someone spends $300 over the course of their lifetime. And let's say you define lifetime as... Uh, I don't know, two years, uh, or six months, or one year. Uh, Obviously, the shorter, the better. So that would mean that your return on lifetime value for this funnel is actually 380%. So you took your funnel lifetime value, the $300, and you uh, subtracted your cost per acquisition, and then you divided that total by the cost per acquisition. So that's 300 minus 6250 divided by 6250 gives you 380%. This is the back end of your business. Everything you sell them after they leave your funnel. If those new buyers are worth as much as your current average lifetime of $300, then you're basically printing money on the back end once you've bought them on the front end for $62.50. So $62.50 is actually a great cost per acquisition for this funnel example if the LTV is $300. So in fact, you can afford to spend even more to get each new buyer. So even if your conversion rate is lower, let's say your conversion rate is 0.35%, which would raise your CPA to about $143. So your return on lifetime value is still a pretty healthy 110% with those calculations. Now, as you can see, the funnel metrics here are just two levers, the conversion rate and the average order value. And each funnel needs to be dialed in to make them work. No funnel right out of the gate is a winner. 
there's an art and a science to funnel metrics. So let's kind of look at each lever here individually. So let's say we raise the conversion rate lever. Um, so through A-B testing, you increase your conversion rate by 12%. Now that's a 12% relative increase. So it's not a 12% conversion rate. So that would take your conversion rate from a 0.8 to a 0.9. It's still under 1%, but it makes a dramatic impact on the overall numbers. So the slight increase in sales conversion from 0.9 raises your return on ad spend from 28% to 44%. So now you're getting almost half of the ad spend back each month because you're getting more buyers. So raising your sales conversion rate is great, but there's another way to come at a better funnel metrics, and that's through the other level lever. That's through raising the average order value. The average order value is the second biggest lever that you can make some immediate impacts. Because if you don't have any front-end conversion coming in, then your average order value is not going to matter. So you have to get some traction here in order for this to really make sense for you. So if your funnel is not making enough revenue from each customer, then your ability to scale the funnel is going to be dead in the water. No matter how good your sales conversion rate is, if your funnel metrics don't work at all, your average order value is, let's say, low, let's say $2, uh, even a 3% conversion rate. Remember, the metrics of each funnel is different, which is why you can't just look at conversion rate as the only indicator. Uh, if even each new customer only spends $29, but it costs you $59 to get new customers, then converting more customers means you lose money quicker. Unless you can weather the short-term losses and make it up on the long-term back-end lifetime value, but not everyone is equipped to play and win the cash flow game. But let's get back to the average order value lever because I went off into a tangent there. So if you get a better upsell take rate or if you make more money on the upsell flow, you can raise your average order value. So really, right, increase the conversion of your upsells, each individual upsell. The first upsell is going to be the most impactful or um, raise the amount of people that Raise the, raise the amount that they that they buy in the upsell flow. So it's it could be an offer change. It could be uh, uh, a conversion change. Sometimes the sensitivity of the funnel metrics is so slight that that a two to three dollar average order value increase can totally turn around a failing funnel. So let's look at an example. Let's say you raised your average order value to $120. So that jumps your return and ad spend to 92% on the same 80 buyers, right? Because your AOV, in this case, you wrote, you raised it in the upsells. So the front end conversion is still the same, but your, your ROAS has drastically increased. So even if you didn't raise your sales conversion, you're still getting more back. The return is higher because you're making more money on each buyer because you rose your AOV, and that closes the gap of the return on ad spend, almost getting to 100% ROAS here, right? 
we were getting the ROAS of 92%. Whereas every dollar you put back into the business in that ROAS can further scale the, the funnel. So remember, if you get 100% ROAS, a 1.0% ROAS, you have a funnel that can virtually print money because every dollar you're putting in, you are getting a dollar back. And although you're breaking even, that is kind of the way to win because you're making your money on the back end, everything you're selling them after the funnel. So all your email promo promos, um, the recurring revenue on subscriptions, etc., etc. That's how the metrics game is played. And that's how to look at the whole funnel from a numbers point of view. Hope this was helpful and not too confusing because talking about numbers and audio can be a little difficult at times. But if you want to learn more about funnels, uh, stay tuned for this special message. Creative Thirst is a direct response digital agency focusing on conversion rate optimization and A-B testing. We work with dietary supplement companies who are struggling to maximize the profitability of their funnels so they can scale. Through the last seven years in the online health space, we've optimized many dietary supplement businesses. And in that time, we've uncovered the three critical funnels for success. We put together that information in a free digital download called The Three Funnels Every Health Supplement Business Needs to Build a Multi-Million Dollar Empire. You can get that free report by going to creativethirst.com. Scroll down to the appropriate section and click on the blue Get Your Ebook button.